In Dumeria, a land where adventuring is new, mysteries and curiosity await our dummies. So stick around to see what they will do. Welcome to Adventuring for Dummies. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Adventuring for Dummies. My name is Gary Feehan. I am the Dungeon Master of this silly little podcast. Hi, I'm Dave McTighg, and I'm playing the Elven Gunslinger, Darby Flashgear. Pillar brings the sun, I bring the rain. Brass rain. <laughs> nice. Yes, I did not know where that was going. I was kept guessing. Well done. <laughs> just, just played the James Bond theme at that point. <laughs> uh, love it. Uh, <laughs> Hi, I'm Dave McEnroe, and I'm playing Gwen Cobbleston, the Demiborn Wizard, and uh, Crematorium Officiant, I guess. <laughs> I'm David Sharon. I play Ivor Ironclad, I'm, and I am ready for the TV Boys concert. Yes. <laughs> Coming to a city near you, 2022. And I'm Billy Stewart, playing Stefan Shepard, human on leave barbarian, and his beloved pet goat, Ramsey, trying to reenact a little bit of Little Miss Sunshine. No. Nice to end on a sweet note. Um, Excellent. Well, that is all our, our gang, and we will kick into the recap and get back into the actione. Lots. The gang found themselves in a very sticky situation, surrounded by viscera and gore looking up at a multi-armed monstrosity. They ambushed the creature, and with a scream, it summoned teethy minions and attempted to corral the gang inside the room. Its hard carapace resisted the damage from their weapons, and they were also stuck in place by the gore, putting them on the back foot. Falling, the creature teleported through the viscera to shut the door to prevent any escape. But, not liking the situation, Stefan adopted his aspect of the goat and pushed the creature out the door into the sunlight. With some final magical blast, the creature bathed in sunlight faded away, its hard carapace breaking away to reveal an elderly monk inside. Investigating the body, they found that this person was trapped in this form since the silence. She was the leader of this monastery, and the last one remaining, as all the rest died around her. They laid her to rest in a funeral pyre, and the remnants of the gore changed to ash and blew on the wind. And that is exactly where we pick up right now, as the gang performed these last bit of rites with Gwen using what little Dooley taught her to aid the situation. Okay, and then I think she did like a bit of a this, and then some of this, and uh, and then like one of them, and she's just like doing like lots of like hand wavy poses, postures and stuff. <laughs> yep, exactly. Or not, you know, whatever you have decided that Dooley taught me, then that's that's what I guess what I <laughs> what I have done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, that sounds correct. Cool. Just kind of the Macarena. No. <laughs> I simply could not. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I kind of picture in my head like learning a, a wizard trying to learn like the somatic components a cleric uses is almost like learning a completely different sign language. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was imagining like it's like supposed to be like kind of like Tai Chi or something kind of fluid in motion, like nice motion like that. And then I just turn it into like full robot, like full snappy, like really hard lines. Yeah. Um, <laughs> very bent elbows. Yeah, very. Um, but yeah, I, uh, uh, well, I'm finished with that. So um, uh, I guess will we take a look around maybe or what do you think? Yeah, let's uh, let's have a look around, see what we can find, and uh, you know, it, do you reckon it's probably safe now that we took out the the big central area? Um, I think so. Like you know, most of the goop for a lot of about the home is gone, so that's nice. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, let's let's have a good scour around, see what we can find, and then uh, head on out. Right. All right. Cool. Um. So, yeah, I, I guess, yeah, what was the, like, it was just the main building that was kind of covered. Like, we got to check out all the outside stuff, courtyardy bits, right? So there's not, it's not like, I don't know, something new has been <laughs> uh, opened up since because of the, the goop removal. Um, the goop removal has definitely made it, like, a little easier to, like, see in windows. Um, maybe has, you know, loosened up some doors. So you can give us another investigation check. Mainly the goop and the viscera was definitely... Um, yeah, the goop and the viscera was definitely centered in the main kind of larger church-like building at the end where you fought the creature. Okay. Um, as the majority of it was there, blocking out all light. Okay, cool. But like the courtyard, might, some things in the courtyard, the outside area might have changed. Is that what you're saying? Potentially, yeah. Give us another oh, cool. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe me and Ivar will uh, just help each other take a look around, and or the lads or whatever. I I'll happy to aid someone if they want help action because I was rolling that shit last time, so I'm gonna try and avoid mm -hmm. that if I can right now. <laughs> I guess does 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 any of us have proficiency in investigation? Uh, mine is plus four, but you know that doesn't <laughs> always mean the best results. No, of course, of course. Or someone could aid me if you want. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, does anyone have proficiency in investigation? I don't think so. Gwen is quite intellectual, but I don't know if proficiency mm. is there. I'll aid you. Gwen, you, you have more intelligence than me. Okay. Okay, not the worst. Uh, so that is a 15, so 11 plus 4. 15, and you're checking the kind of courtyard and the like smaller buildings first. Yes, so just the outside area to see if now that we're out here, if anything is like moved or like freed up anything, or I don't know. Or moving, even worse. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, well, yeah, degoopified. <laughs> so, yeah, what was the number again, sorry? Uh, 15, 11 15. plus 4. Oh, nice. Yeah, with a 15, um, a lot of the, almost all of the goop has gone. What remains is um, re uh, pieces of old decay and rot that it was kind of covering over, almost like preserving it. Um, things here look a lot fresher, as in they're definitely not fresh, but they're fresher than 874 years, um, as they were semi-preserved by this mm. growth. Oh, lit. Oh, cool. Um, can we, I don't know, maybe sketch some shit down if there's anything new that's been uncovered, like even like bits of architecture or like weird joints of buildings and things or anything, any, any, any bits like that? Um, sure. Yeah. So the, the buildings, as I said before, are, are similar to the walls on the outside. They're all magically formed and made. Mm -hmm. um, 
so you don't see anything in particular um, of note, but yeah, you can you can jot down kind of this kind of form and, and make a note of it for in case you pick it up anywhere else. And I um Ivar, that's pretty much your archaeology background anyway. You will instantly notice if something is like this the next time you see it. So yeah, you just Fab. jot those down in your notes. Yeah, even uh, I don't know. I don't know if Gwen would be good at sketching, but like I don't know if any of the lads are. Maybe just take a. I don't know, some sketches would be cool just in case we want to tell the story of this place, you know, Esther Shine and all that kind of crack. I think it'd be kind of cool. Darby is a blueprint writer, so he might be one of the best at sketching. Oh, true. Yeah. Yeah, could um, be very blueprinty, though. Oh, it's all right. We can always add some flair later. Um, Dobbs, would you would you mind? Um, You know, I know it's not maybe your thing, but, you know, mm. it, it'd be cool. It might help Ives as well. Yeah. It's the architecture he wants. Or just you know, like, yeah, or yeah. just a feel of how what this place was like, you know. Gotcha. Thanks. Yeah. Um. Apart from that, nothing really of note. Um. You pick up on from the outside. Um. I am going to get you to make me a survival check, also. Oh. <laughs> me. <laughs> mhm. Okay. Um. I am not the worst at this. Okay, that's an eight. An ace. Yeah, six plus two. As you were. Mm, 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 I love, yeah, mm-hmm, that's what I, I love that. Um, wait, can I can I roll again? Because Ivor's helping me technically. Um, Sure. Yes. Come on. Better. 11 plus two. So 13. As you were. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Worth a try, guys. Worth a try. Got to do it. Um, I love you. <laughs> um, cool. So yeah, I, you know, I guess you know, you're, you're such a weasel, but I'm glad you're our weasel. Hey, <laughs> hey, I, I do it. I do do it in reverse for Gary sometimes. You know, when I'm feeling extra nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I guess if yeah, if that's all cool, uh, maybe you go and check out the main building. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, now that you're inside um, and light is coming through again, this broken dome where only its frame remains, and now you can see the scattering of the stained glass that once made it up on the floor beneath. The light that shines in, again, this level of dust moves around as if it's almost volcanic, and now you can see that there are four doors exiting this room, not including the one you came in through. So there's two on either side. Two to your left and two to your right. Oh. And everyone, yes, you can imagine that Gary did the uh, thing that an air hostess does. <laughs> um, cool. Well, uh, I think Gwen would maybe just whip on um, Detect Magic again if she can. Sure, yeah. Um, so, yeah, just the eye, blue eye kind of flashes up the third one on her forehead and she's doing a bit of a, a bit of a scanner-rooney. Um Yeah, and I guess me and Ivor are still looking for... Uh, architectural things of importance or, or maybe even any literature or books or paintings tapestries any artifacts all that jazz secret tunnels you touch a book and a wall opens yeah all the all that jazz <laughs> give me another investigation check with advantage cool good old that... valuable paintings yeah and it's extra good because of magical detectiveness right okay <laughs> i was just okay. telling you magical stuff if you find it yeah, uh, that's a 17. 17, nice. Yeah, yeah, with a 17, making a way around the room, unfortunately, everything that was in here, bar... Oh, I lied, it's 16, sorry. It's 4 plus 12, not 5. <laughs> same uh, same <laughs> outcome. Um, if you... Um, so yeah, as you're making a way around, 
unfortunately nothing that was once upon a time organic is left here all that remains is the inorganic stone um glass um wooden pews frames anything like that is just been eaten and devoured by by viscera in 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 here oh. um even so much so that portions of the doors have also been like faded away and one of the doors on either side has even fallen in off its hinges weakened by um the goop and the gore in here you think maybe as this was the epicenter of all of it it was a little bit more intense than what was outside um you can get that as well with your um your detect magic now as well there's a lot more necromatic energies and remnants in the air which would allude to to gwen that there was more decay but i remember if you remember that you also got that abjuration piece and that is still here for sure but as it was okay. definitely a little bit more um the balance of necromatic to abjuration was higher on the abjuration side outside and higher on the necromatic inside okay and like is that flipping or changing or it's just it's just right now it's just kind of like the echoes of it you're just oh. kind of getting it in the in the air um you still are getting of course the beautiful radiant pelorian filter on instagram um, <laughs> um as you're moving around um moving around uh you see through one of the doors um you see what looks to be like it, a training area um and you see one thing pointing out or standing out to you that isn't uh decayed and you mm. also get a ding of um evocation magic off of it it is oh. a pair of boots <gasps> um so yeah, both it not being decayed and the detect magic clearly state that this is a magical item. Ah, all right. What? Um, Ivar, see them? Yeah. Yeah, there's something going on. Um, and like, Ooh, okay. <laughs> I know this probably doesn't make any difference, but I imagine Gwen just kind of like keeps like kind of staring at them and like squinting her eyes to see if she can like work out what they are from like outside the door. <laughs> um, sure. Give me an arcana check. Actually, I think I lied when I said um, evocation. I think they might be transmutation. Oh. I will look it up for you to Cool, know. cool, cool. Well, yeah, I'll be yeah. checking them yeah. out for sure anyway. So arcana. It is transmutation magic. Oh, here we go. We're climbing, guys. We're climbing. So 16 plus 7, so 23. 23, nice. So these are a pair of leather boots in lined with gold um, with um, wings at each of the um, ankles in each of the boots. <gasps> These boots will give you the ability to fly. <gasps> okay, I've, uh, I don't want to freak out, but yeah. these boots will make you fly. What, like a bird? Uh, well, do anything fly from their feet? I don't think so. Oh. So yeah, bird, but like feet bird. <laughs> bird <laughs> a bird, bird, if you will. Those, Those are some... See, when it was when it was a vocation, I was gonna say those are some evocative boots, but now I can't really make that pun. Those are boots. Yeah. See, doesn't sound as good. Fly work. Those boots are really fly. Oh. Oh. No. 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 Very good. Sorry, Stefan's trying to fix the door he broke just over here. 
Um, I, use that all for the fire. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, yeah, let's. Uh, okay. Um, I'm just gonna use some of my carpenter tools to just get that door out of the way easily enough, and let's uh, head in there. Grab those boots. Wait, can I just take a look around to see if there's anything I don't know, crappy? Yeah, I don't know. If this seems like an armory, then maybe there would be some shiz. So yeah, is it okay to of just do a, a little scan? I know I'm yeah. rolling a lot, but I guess we're not trying to die. <laughs> hmm. No, that's hey, that's completely fair. That's completely fair. Uh, investigation, Gary, or investigation. yeah, just yeah. Um, that is a nine. Nine. Doesn't appear. It looks like a dank old door. Cool. Uh, yeah, we'll go through. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, carpentry tools. Easy enough to um, move the door carefully without knocking it on anybody. And yeah, inside the room, you yeah, you just see decay. Um, a lot of this dust as well. That you're kind of getting the idea that this dust is just all like particleized once organic matter um now that doesn't mean it's human just could be wood could be anything um and you see um especially gwen standing out to anyone even ivar the pristineness of these boots a little bit dusty of course um but to gwen they just appear very very distinct in her magical gaze at the moment cool nice um okay well these are lit um but i don't know I don't think maybe I should have them because, like, oh, uh, you know, well, maybe it'd be good for Darby or something. I don't know. What, what, what do you think? Would you like to fly? Fly and shoot. Yeah. Jet from above. Yeah. I, well, basically, yeah. Mm. It does mean that you might be able to be shot out of the sky, though, which would be a bit of shit, but, you know. True. <laughs> Are they made of fine leather? They absolutely are, yeah. If they've lasted this long, I'd imagine, yeah. That I'm thrilled because I, I wouldn't want some old thing like Crocs or anything, you know. What? Crocs? Oh, Crocs. They're, they're, they're these um, shoes. I think goblins wear them sometimes. You fraternize with goblins? I learned something. No, no, I, I had to save someone from goblins once. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Might have well, mentioned yeah, Happy Twice. happy birthday, or, or whatever, and then she'll hand over the boots. Ah, well, thank you, uh, um, I guess. Nearly uh, makes today's worthwhile. Oh, actually, should I? I don't, I'm not identify them first, just in case they're not, like, cursed as well. Oh, cursed, cursed. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Um, so I can, yeah, maybe just take them for now, but, like, just put them in your bag, and then I can, when we maybe get everything together, I can do it at the end, you know, if that's all right. Do you mind yeah, if I... don't need uh... more cursed stuff. Fair enough. Uh, Darby, do you mind if I just, uh, if we get there back early enough for me to kind of write up something about them, do you mind if I put them on display in the one day consideporium as well? I imagine so. I'm sure you'll have tight security. Uh, as, as tight as what uh, I can get from uh, the cabaret. Also, you will be there at security as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm going to give Darby a look and be like, we're going to protect those boots for their life because no one is coming at us flying. Even though we'd be able to shoot them out of the sky, still, I don't like the idea of it. So, 
yeah, we got mm -hmm, it. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, I'm I'm putting some valuable stuff on there in on display, and I want to keep it safe as well. True, and like you just throw cockatrices at things that fly anyway, so like it's it's fine. Like yeah, high air is not a, an enemy to you either, really. To be honest, life, so it's all good. So you're comfortable giving me the boots because Ira control cockatrices at me. I see you now. <laughs> no, I meant if someone steals them, we can all shoot, uh, hit them with shit, you know? Yeah. And, and then knock them out of the sky, you know? Well, let's be fair. There's this attunement thing, isn't there? When they steal them, they're going to have to run with them under their under their elbow. They're not going to be able to fly straight away. Yeah, no, that, that's true. But like, if they got away and then we tried to get them back later, you know, that kind of shit, you know? Of course. Uh, um, yeah. Just one thing, um, Ivor, with your um, Considiporium, do you think anyone's going to want to put claim to these artifacts? Like, are like the mines going to want to put claim to these artifacts? Or you know what I mean? If someone gives you, say, backing, will they want, say, a certain, oh, I know, see what you're saying. Um, now. The thing is, uh, this is going to be just a day one display consideratorium, and I will make sure everything on the day one display is, you know, off limits because it's 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 our property. No one has no, you know. Uh, going forward, I am going to do everything I can to negotiate that everything but the most absolutely. Hey, this is super cursed and super dangerous. Probably no one should have this. Everything but that. Should be ours. That's that's going to be what I will absolutely stress at, because I'll also be going to be selling us as someone who can try and figure out how to make the most of a, anything we stumble on. So I feel like if I can present that right, we shouldn't be getting get into a situation where, hey, yeah, we'll we'll take that, we'll take that, we'll take you know, we won't get into that kind of situation. Yeah, like they don't need to know it's there. It's our own private collection. Stefan's got us on the like, you know, the parchmenty, papery side. He's gonna lock that shit down. We're never gonna lose any of our bits. You know, it. They, you know, they want it for the knowledge and stuff. Anyway, you know, that's like that's. Yeah, and, and you can hold on to it for the reverse engineering thing, like goblets. Yeah, like like really goblets. Okay, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, the like, goblets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. not goblins. Yeah. Okay. Oh no, not goblins. Oh, I, I totally said heard it. Totally said goblins as well. I was I was a little confused. Okay. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like you know, and there's plenty of yeah, like. Uh, the motions and the yeah, if we get the ruins up and running, laughing, that'd be enough. But if someone does offer you money for the boots or any piece tomorrow, it's just a flat out no, or does everything have a price? Uh, it's a flat out no because, like, these boots, I doubt we'll have time to research them. They could be, for all we know, like a, a you know, the artifact of a champion. Oh uh, well, I, I can I will do some checks on that and just make sure that like, you know, I'll identify and try and make sure and cross reference with our other stuff so make sure that they're not, you know, those things. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, but probably best to keep them anyway, unless like someone wants to give us like ten thousand gold. That you know, <laughs> we could hardly say no, right? We'll see. We'll, yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll we keep it. We'll keep an open mind, but at the same time, like. I'm hesitant to like if someone were to say offer that much for Phil's mace, I would say no, regardless. Yeah, no, no, that's uh, yeah, that's yeah, that's right. But I do like you know open mind until not open, intensely closed yes. and locked up forever. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's good. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, yeah, I suppose yeah. If you want to mind them for now, Dobbs, and I'll I'll check them out for you later a little bit later on, and uh, yeah. That they're not. There's more. Yeah, yeah. I'll make sure they're not close to you. 
I can throw them in the bag of holding otherwise if needs be, but I suppose it's best for now. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. Thank you, Stefan. Um, next room, I guess. Ah, the inventory. <laughs> ah, the inventory. <laughs> ah, the inventory. They're called winged boots. If you want to pop them into your inventory. Winged boots. Winged boots are winged boots. <laughs> Both are the same, I did. <laughs> uh, sweet. sweet. And yeah, you just everything else in here, other than these boots, pretty much was eaten. So I'm assuming, like, if there was training dummies or shelves or racks or anything or even swords and things, it, it was all eaten. Eaten by goop. There is some, like, small daggers and kind of kunai-type weapons um, yes. that just the kind of metallic parts are left. There's no, like, sheath or grip um, that might have been made of leather remaining. Mm. There's some bolts on walls that maybe shelves used to hang up on. Um, gotcha. it, all, it, it is all very uh, inorganic. So yeah, there might be like a bit of a blade, but the, yeah, no hilt or whatever, if the hilt was made of metal or a wrap or anything around them and stuff like that. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And kind is the metal like, like preserved or rusted or? It's mostly preserved, um, but quick investigation, especially with Ivar's um, uh, skills um, in, in smithery, can tell that it's they're rudimentary metals that have uh, been somewhat preserved with age, but have definitely dulled just in regular metal, regular metals. So now they also seem fun if you want to pick them up, Iva, but you know, it's up to you. I might grab one or two just for like examples of metallurgy. Yeah, display purposes, exactly. There's, there's um, four, four kunai blades and two short swords. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess the next room, yeah, maybe the next one on the left or the next one on the right or whatever. Oh, no, sorry, we're on the left, obviously. On the left. You always oh, go left. Um, the so, first yeah. door on the left, so second door on the left, this door is completely and blown out. And okay. um, just remind me again, how much stone stops detect magic? Pretty sure it's like a foot or something, isn't it? Um, yes, yeah, something like that. It sounds about right. Do, 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 do. Uh, detect a magic, yeah. It's 30 feet, and then do, 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 do. Spell can penetrate most barriers, but it is blocked by one foot of stone, one inch of common metal, a thin sheet of lead, or three feet of water dirt. Snout. So yes, Gwen would not have seen this um, through the walls until she approached the opening of the door. This next room, a little smaller than the last, um, you can see on the uh, you can see once again on the walls uh, places where shelves and maybe used to hang. Um, you can tell maybe there's a little bit of a gathering of dust in the center, almost like a little mound. Um, maybe again where wooden shelving lined this area but the amount of dust concentrated in this room there was definitely a bit more organic material than the last maybe mm. this place was full of shelves maybe it was a library what Gwen ah. sees straight away is in that little pile of dust everyone just sees a nice little pile of dust that a child might want to jump into and make some dust angels in but Gwen <laughs> sees grim but good <laughs> Um, descriptive, okay? Um, yeah. yeah, no, yeah, it's just that it was good. <laughs> Gwen sees six scroll cases bursting oh. with radiant magic. Oh, my God. Okay, uh, can I um, send my book and then just do like a big sweepy motion to like sweep off a load of the dust? Yeah, absolutely. So 
mage hand, but also flavored as a book. So then it also works as a fan, in my opinion. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. You use your mage hand slash book to just like almost like a um almost like an archaeologist with a brush, gently mm. start moving away um dust as the rest of you now begin to see peeking out through it these beautiful um fine leathered uh scroll cases unlike any scroll case you've encountered before um each of them has gold and brass filigree throughout the whole um part of the leather and capped at either end by a large gold almost knockers um that felt weird saying out loud um <laughs> uh that hold the scrolls closed and in place oh wow uh okay well i'll I'll pick up the first one i guess with the book and then kind of bring it over to me um these are actually heavier than what your mage hand could pick up oh they 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 that's okay cool um yeah I, I just imagine the book is like like you know looney tunes style trying to like drag the thing but it's just not happening yeah. <laughs> so yeah I, I guess i'll walk over instead then and, and check it out yeah so yeah you pick it up open them up yeah yeah you open up the first one these are filled with um radiant energy um picking it up it is quite hefty um the filigree in this seems almost like its weight um opening up one of them there is a ornate scroll inside of a type of material you haven't seen before it's not like any type of type of scribing or paper you've encountered um but you can take out the scroll that's on a pure golden bar and unravel it from inside its case and from what you can see on it these are forms of uh monastic um oh. uh what do you call it monastic like forms. there we go yeah these monastic are like, forms these are monastic forms and moves and dances um of this monastery i think gwen turns to ivar and is just like like literally speeches but her mouth is making moves as if to say things and then she's like oh i, I think we found something real this, real good ever, yeah, everyone can see this now as Gwen is un unfurling them. You can clearly see that these are. Uh, oh, no. Like, it's cursed. She's having a fish. No, it's not. It's not cursed, Abby. It's like it's like. Imagine if you just discovered like the blueprints of how to make the very first gun. Like I know you've done that yourself, but like if someone else did it, but this is for like monks. It's like the way that they move and stuff. It'd be like um someone rediscovering magic for the first time. It's like how you do it interesting look at it it's so cool i'm imagining it's very like you know like literally the forms kind of and like yeah the progression of like steps and stuff right little pictures um, yeah exactly so the first one you open up um give me a history check cool uh, i'm 17. do this as well i'm pretty sure you'll be looking over the shoulder yeah, yeah. Definitely, <laughs> oh, definitely. it's in his face i'm like putting it down <laughs> a little bit to him <laughs> I got a 17. 17. Yeah. So, uh, I ha so my feat uh, gives me null advantage on knowledge checks with magic items and their lore. Does that count to scrolls like this? Yep. Oh my god, lit. Yeah. Cool. Uh, 16. Nice. So 16, 17. Very, very good. Immensely high five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, yeah, so this first scroll um, appears, um, none of you are um, well versed in these kind of martial arts, monastic traditions, um, but you do see that these seem to be a little bit more basic, how to form the, like, the basic stances of this tradition. Um, you can see that it, um, each of the scrolls in filigree as well. The writing also is in this gold and brass filigree. Um, very expensive. It says, uh, Way of the Sun Soul. <gasps> oh. Hmm. Going, is... through, the, going through the rest of them as well, you see progressively as you pull out each one, there's a different level of progression okay. through the... Um, through the mastery of this form. So like more lit moves basically and like leg sweeps and like flips and shit. Yes, not so much leg sweeps. You see as the for as you keep opening more and more and um, you see that they tend to harness the power of the sun and the power of heat and radiance and use it to fire bolts of energy at great distances which is definitely different to a lot of the monastic traditions you'd be more nor um more aware of um things in modern dumeria are much more just about giving people the people's elbow um oh so there were magic monks like literally magic like sun blasting monks they were like shooting shit out of their hands like i do sort of different but like still lit hmm. literally this is Honestly, like it's, it is quite a like it's quite spectacular. Like uh, it's I'm, huge. It is. It is like just think about it. Like this could, like that 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 woman was immune to the silence. Like she resisted it to a remarkable degree, and it and somehow was alive even now. Like someone studying this could. Like, in the event that the silence were to ever come back, this could be essential in, you know, resisting it. Right. Like, yeah. And even, even well, like, you know, hopefully the silence has come back or whatever. But, like, of course, it's just, of course, yeah. if we could give this to, well, you know what I mean? I don't want to, like, give it to anyone in general. But, like, you know, this is, like, monk history. It it is it is like for we don't know who are who's out there still like there could be people who still are trying to piece this back together again who could be long descendants having you know this form uh, has potentially like we we don't know like there this is truly invaluable. These could be missing links. These could be like you know a lost fully lost like form. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Stefan, like, so we should put these in the bag of Odin, but I want it in the, like, is there a lot of secret parchments? Pa I mean, packages? I mean, uh, um, uh, oh, pockets, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it's... It... I mean, I can put it into the folder of holding if that's better. It has subsections. Oh, oh, Stefan. Did I ever tell you that your organization is beautiful? Because no, I should have, I should have, I should have. So please put these beautiful magical scrolls into your into your subcategories. Okay, it would be a great honor. Um, yeah, I'll just open this and file it under monks, I guess. 
and then like Gwen does like a really intense like handing over of the scrolls into the into the the the, the binder of holding. I imagine <laughs> it's like like. Um, There's no signatures on these. It's weird. Um, I'm gonna pr pretend you didn't say that. Um, so <laughs> okay, well, they, I think I don't know if we're gonna you know surpass this room. The the little boots were were great, but also this is. This is yeah. Um, okay, it's remarkable. This is uh, you're right. This is this is everything I was hoping we'd find, and more thanks to those boots. Right. Well, yeah, but a bonus boots. Um, yeah. yeah, like I don't think you can get more artifacty, you know, tastic or whatever than mm -hmm. than than them. So that's great. Um, we could like restart. Oh, we could restart a monastery. You know what I mean? Like imagine like this could be. We could have monks running around that like shoot sun power anyway it's fine okay let's check on the right side i don't have a lot of hope for it but let's do it you know uh, like it's always left first but that just means that if there's something cool on the right we saved it for last yeah exactly let's go sweet so yeah making your way across the large hall to the other side of the room um the most left of the doors remaining um the door is broken down here too uh, fallen off his hinges towards you. Uh, making your way in here, you see, um, again, a lot of piles of dust and debris. Um, this seems, it's quite a small room. There is a, another door leading outside. Um, half door, the top half is broken off and the bottom half is still intact. Um, you can now just see out onto a portion of the courtyard from the side. It's, uh, there are some stone basins and workbenches here. Um, this looks like a kitchen, um, a pantry, a place for making food. All right, fair enough. And then, yeah, everything is gone because mostly it's wood, or if it's left, it's, it's stone basins and things like yeah. that that you might put stuff yeah. into, and maybe some metal pots and things, maybe? Yes, yeah, some cast iron pots, again, um, unremarkable. Um, cool. I can leave the pots. Yeah, yeah. We got some from the other place, didn't we? Yeah. That's true. That's true. You know, you have to really admire pots, though. I mean, they're perfect form of function. There's no better way of making them. They do exactly what they need, it, and their shape is exactly for how they need it. That's, that's yeah. very true. There is a, a certain kind of elegance in, uh, in cookware. Utility is a form of beauty in itself, I guess. Absolutely. Yeah, but like you could bring these and tell people they're old and they're not really going to know because from their very inception of creating them, they're going to be like this, even to present day. They're timeless, is that what you're saying? Kind of. Um, yeah, I just think nice. it's just the it's just the idea, you know? It's, it, it, just, it just happens organically that there's something needed to be done, What it needs to do this, it needs to look like that, and that's just the best way of doing it. True. Uh, on to the next one, I guess. I'll find some more beautiful and timeless pieces. Let's have a look. Sure. Moving on to the next and final door, and you can see that there's actually, this is like a small little house, multi-story house annex, almost. Um, you're entering an, on the ground floor, um, and it's pretty much as all the other rooms you've seen, just to the metal and stone remaining. But 
there is a set of stairs, stone stairs that lead up into a second floor. Um, a wooden second floor. It looks very rickety um, from below it, um, but still stable. It seems to have resisted the majority of the decay um, from the main area. How high up is it? Like, is it quite high up the second floor? Probably. It, a story up. It's whatever. Just nine like feet, ten feet up. Okay, yeah, normal no. story height. Okay, yeah, not yeah. Best. Okay, yeah. Um, um, yeah, so you can see um, larger windows here. Um, a, another door leading out into the courtyard area, um, out to a kind of side um, access area to the main building here. Um, heading up the stairs. What you see here is very different to anything you've seen today. This area look lived in. Oh. Everybody give me a survival check. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh nice. 30, 20. Uh, 21. Oh. 15. That's also very good. 17. <laughs> That's all, they're all very, very good. <laughs> um, okay, so all of you can tell that a person stayed in this space until minutes ago. Oh. There are papers written and scattered. You can all tell that a per whoever was here left in a rush. <gasps> Things are scattered across the floor. In one corner, there's a makeshift kind of cot um, with a water basin beside it. Um, They've got. They seem to have gathered up in a rush, whatever they could, and bolted out one of the windows. Who knows where they've gone? But it's very clear to all of you that someone was here very, very recently. Oh, like not Esther, like as in like a person, person, a person, person. Window me right now. I run to the window, start looking yeah. out, looking for them. Yeah. Anyone who wants to give me a perception check. Sure. Sure. Um. Yeah. Why not? Twenty-two. Oh. Uh, Fourteen. <laughs> and I don't know if they're thirty feet away from me. Magic. <laughs> magic helps. Um. Eighteen. Eight. Um. Stefan, you are the only one to see anything out of the ordinary. You can see that one of, uh, one of the. The turrets towards the back end of the white outer walls, you can see a rope dangling off the other end. Looking out past that area, out past the walls, you can't see anyone else, but you just see that rope. They must have left via the turret over there. Oh, the... let's go, let's go. Yeah, uh, I, I don't oh, know if we're going to catch up with them, but... Does the back of the this attach onto the 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 wall? There's a small kind of jump down as you're like kind of um just slightly above the wall if that makes sense. So you'd be like just it's not it's nothing major, but like to hop out the window you'd be like kind of falling five feet onto the back wall. Yeah, doing that, jumping. Yeah, let's go. Uh, yeah, I you scoop up some documents and follow. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So yeah, you can. <laughs> You can see, Stefan, as you're scooping up very quickly, that there are documents here written, new documents. Um, someone was recording something here. Um, there, but there are kind of salvaged scraps of older documents. Um, um, but it just seems like the remnants. It's, it's almost as if someone came into a filing cabinet and opened it up and just literally grabbed one fistful and left, and whatever was remaining <gasps> is all you see. 
I know. <laughs> Stefan, Stefan, no time. We can come back. We'll come back and get it properly after. Come on, let's go. And she's like, really intense arms and legs. Uh, yeah, but making her way down, out the window, um, down towards that turret where you see that rope. You can now all clearly see the rope hanging off one of the um, the turret walls. And you can see it dangled to the floor. And you can't see anything out in the wild, out in the plains. Mm. This is that um, all over again. Uh, 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 the tech magic is still not working. Let me see, let me see, let me see, let me see. Let me see. I got some, I got some for this. Um, would you say, so the new document... Would you say that I would know what kind of ink was used or the type of quill that might have been used on that? Um, give me an investigation check. Or if there's any other piece of like something that was left behind that they might have another of or something like that. Um, investigation check. Yeah. Ooh, 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 that's good. At 19. 15 plus 4. 19. Um, their writing utensils remain. They've only taken papers. Um, from looking at the paper, it's well-made paper. It's uh, mundane. It's not magical, but it's just, it is well-made paper. Um, inks seem to be normal inks. They're not quite the level of magical inks you would use in your spells. Um, mm. But all the writing is in a very clear cipher. As in, it's clearly a cipher, but you don't understand it. Uh, I want to cast locate object on the paper because if he has paper that he just wrote, he probably brought some paper with him. So the paper should be the exact same. So I should know exactly what type of paper it is. Read me the spell. Uh, describe or name an object that is familiar to you. You sense the direction to the object's location as long as that object is within 1,000 feet of you. If the object is in motion, you know the direction of its movement. The spell can locate a specific object uh, known to you as long as you have seen it up close within 30 feet at least once. Alternatively, the spell can locate the nearest object of a particular kind, such as a certain kind of apparel, jewelry, furniture, tool, or weapon. Uh, this spell can't locate an object if any thickness or lead, even a type, yeah, so then leads and things blocking it again. Okay. Yes. So you're looking for a paper. I'm looking for, yeah, the same type of paper that he just used here. Okay, you cast, locate, object, and you sense the nearest paper to you, and it's the one in your hand. No, 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 it doesn't necessarily mean that. It's, you can, um, it's, I can pick the other one. Can you? It says the near, you pick a type of object and you detect the nearest one. Other types of paper, unfortunately, don't work like that. But like I'm describing the guy's paper, as in the stuff that he has on him, which would be the same as this paper that he had. Yeah, so therefore the nearest type of the object you are looking for is in your hands. It doesn't say the nearest. I just have to describe her name, and it's this paper that that guy has. I have, I have a slight idea, but I don't want to interrupt too much. Um, I'll work away, and I'll look up this spell. Sure. You could, hypothetically, if you knew, you, you have the paper, you've seen the paper... And mm -hmm. you know the exact kind of what you want. If you mm -hmm. put that in like a bag of holding, then the kind of paper that you had in present wouldn't ping because it's yes. not on this plane. So, but you'd have to make sure that any of that kind of paper is gone out of the office and you'd have to work quick. True. I mean, it, it's doable. We just need to probably, it, it'd probably be like, you know, Gary decides how difficult it is to make sure we get every single yeah. shred of that paper. Alternative, the spell can locate the nearest object of a particular kind. So you're looking for this paper, and it's in your hand. What if we climb down the rope and see if we can see any... Where does it say nearest? Uh, yep. 
Yeah, absolutely. You want to climb down? Yep. There's no problem with your athletics, and you can give me some uh, perception or survival checks. But that's just surely alternatively as in like the other option would be that it would find a thing of this. Whereas the first thing is I'm looking for the particular thing, which is the paper that this guy has that I know he has because he just ran out of the room with it and I have like an example of it. I'm ba Basically, if it was a cloak and we had a piece of the cloak, but the bit, the most, the rest of the cloak was on the dude. You know, you wouldn't just be, you wouldn't, the spell wouldn't just, just keep pinging this piece you have. It would go for the bigger piece is basically what I'm trying to say. Only if you'd, only if you'd seen the cloak. No, because when you normally use locate object and you have a piece of fabric from a bigger piece of fabric or a bigger collection of stuff, you can get the bigger thing. Surely. If you just want to tell me straight up no and this shouldn't work, that's fine. But like, you know what I mean? I don't understand how the spell would work really otherwise. Like I get if I wanted to just find a type of thing, that's sound. But then the whole first part don't make no sense. The whole first me. part does make sense. If you saw something they were wearing and you'd be like, locate that. Yeah, but if you're the same thing is it's familiar to me because I have an example of it here, a smaller piece of it. Do you know what I mean? Like, like if you're chasing down someone else and like they leave behind or whatever, you know what I mean? The scrap of the thing. It's like, oh, I have some of this, so it's like that. I That's mean, more Stefan is sixty percent paper anyway, so he's gonna ping. <laughs> so. You're just looking. Unfortunately, paper is common. You're just looking at paper. I'm gonna say no for this one. Cool. It's fine. Uh, so I got a seven on my perception, but Ramsey got a fourteen. So ah, Ramsey, um, <laughs> got an advantage on perception checks. So. I um, you can um, see anyway. um, you can see a depression in the earth as a, the person kind of came down um from this rope, um, and you can see the beginnings of tracks heading north, um, uh, but after maybe ten feet. You can't discern any longer. Um, this person seems to have a good ability to mask their. Can I tell the like uh, race or anything from the indents or? And um, give me a nature check. That is a dirty twenty. Nice, uh, dirty twenty. These are humanoid, medium humanoid size boots. Um, could be anything from human, elf, dwarf. Um, but apart from that. Can't really tell. Just boot sizes, okay. unfortunately. Sorry, I know it's a good roll, but sometimes you just oh, get boots. <laughs> not a gnome again. Not a gnome again. Yeah, there you go. You don't. It's not the gnome. Sorry, Dave. You were going to say something. Um, me. Yeah. Uh, um, is it very? Um, is it very sort of high grassy plains, or is it like fairly? You know. Fairly. Yeah, pretty. Pretty high grassy. Um. Yeah, it, it, it's kind of, again, it's not like full verdant in this area. It is a little bit more like acrid, um, but it's still like quite like uh, quite grassy, but kind of like yellowy, like almost corn like grass, like still quite tall. Um, so, yeah, it is. I think that kind of answers your question. I'm not sure. Yeah, so you could quite quickly like even be gone from sight. Yeah, yeah. You think this person's pretty good at hiding themselves. And like there's hills and outcroppings and like rock formations and small portions of trees or bushes you see like in the far distance. It's very similar to like when you're arriving. It is very wildernessy, so it it wouldn't take very many uh like very many feet to get to a place where you could hide or just remain unhidden as you kept going. Hmm. 
Oh, well, let's uh, let let's head back to the office and see what we can find. You know, they they clearly left in a hurry. Maybe they left something behind that they shouldn't have. Yeah, that we can find out what they were doing. Mm-hmm. What weird shiz they were doing in that an attic thing floor above a weird teeth creatures. Exactly. I just wonder how they. Yeah, how did they get around everyone? Maybe they kept on the wall, I guess, and didn't go in through the doors because. Yeah, or they were friends with it, I guess. Definitely, definitely a good question, Stefan. Perhaps they had it under control. Oh, oh, do you like, like, like a he who we should not be named because he's dead for sure. He's definitely dead. He's dead. Yeah, but yeah. um, could be, could yeah, could someone, be. someone, someone just you know similar maybe to him, like hmm. you know, yeah, yeah, sure. Well, that's bad. That's also bad. Yeah, both of those options are bad, actually. Yeah. But let's 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 check it out. Let's just let's not jump to conclusions. It's all good. Mm-hmm. I mean, that he's not officially dead till we file the paperwork. Stefan, that's not helping. Someone <laughs> files the paperwork. But then again, we're the only ones that knows he's dead. Not necessarily. There's um, you know, dense. They know. That's true. Okay. Yes. True. They probably filed it. That's hard. They filed it. Okay. Yeah. Don't worry. Don't where, worry. where are we? Oh, would they have filed missing? Never mind. Never mind. Yeah. Missing person. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Do you think they didn't file it? No, I mean, like, did they file missing persons instead? Because, like, you know, we said what we said, but, like, you know. Also, should that be, like, top secret or something? Because that's real bad. Like, you know, he was, like, secretary to, you know. We can we can ponder the <laughs> politics and I, I guess the scandal of the Barrow Brigade, you know, <laughs> in Laurel Bank. When we when we return to Laurel Bank to set up the second or third or fifth consideborium. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, be good. See, mm. Look at that plans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, yeah, let's have a look in the office, and I guess maybe we can get some clue to the identity of this uh, mysterious fellow. Oh, and I want to check out the documents I grabbed. Yeah. Anyone who wants to have a little investigation can give me just that, an investigation. Or if you want to do some other skill, look around. I'm all ears. Hmm. Uh, if I don't have tech magic or anything still on, let probably me know, say like, 10 minutes. Cast. Is it 10 minutes or an hour? Uh, it's only 10, let me see, I think. Yeah, it's 10, so I do it again. Yeah, yeah. If I can? Yeah. Or if I need or to. The other. Yeah, I would say 10 minutes is definitely gone between the books and the scrolls and all that. Um, cool. and the running and the searching. Uh, but yeah, so as you're kind of prepping up your next ritual, what is everybody else doing? Oh, well, I probably would have lost it anyway because of... Locate object is also concentration, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So I'll have a look. To... I'll just start investigating around just in Go case I find anything. I'll cool. give him a hand. I'll have a look around with the premise of trying to figure out how long they've been holed up there. Mm, well, like that. Sure. Yeah, it can give me uh, survival or investigation. I think I better do a survival. Cool. <laughs> it sounds more survivally to me. <laughs> Ivor, you want to give me an investigation? Yep, that's yeah, it. Can I help him just to get advantage of it? Sure. 18 for me, too. Oh, nice. nice. Um, we'll go with Darby first. Um, so, Darby, as you're like looking around the, uh, the perimeter, um, and all of that. With an 18, you can see that they've been here a little while. Um, definitely longer than a couple of days. 
um, probably shorter than anything, probably long like a month. Um, you can see that they were mostly using the a side window as an entryway and exit. Um, there weren't going down into the goop at all. Um, there's like no footwork or um, traffic around kind of the stairs in the inside. All of the kind of traffic is in and out through that side window where you both, where you all actually jumped through, and then down um, uh, on into the courtyard from there. Um, so yeah, they've probably been been here between a couple of days and a couple of weeks. Um, okay. Ivar uh, with an eighteen investigation. Um, so they, yeah, they're they were documenting something while they were here there is as i said certain um small amounts of paper with this ciphered language on it um you as as a bit of a linguist yourself um you can tell that it's a very complex um cipher um written in many different scripts so you can see um, common script, elvish script, dwarven script, and also a oh no, a script you do recognize, celestial. Um, oh no, I do. <laughs> well, he would recognize it as celestial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He once knew how to speak it for a short amount of time. Um, uh, all mixed and matched with each other, um, forming a kind of a new at least written cipher and kind of pseudo language almost. Um, there are some older scraps of paper, um, mostly um, mostly worn and unreadable, but um, you're pretty sure now that the reason that you didn't find anything in the kind of outer courtyard areas is it's all been kind of gathered here. Um, a lot of it is just a lot of mundane items some storybooks, um, some lists um, that you can tell um, from your investigations. And again, a lot of it is written very similarly to um, Esther Shine's book in a slightly older, slightly different version of Common. Okay, okay. Very, very interesting. I guess um, when we have some time, we can you know, sit down with the with Shadow Stake and maybe try and, like, chip away at it. Figure it out. Yeah, because I can speak all of those right now. Yeah. So, yeah. We can we can definitely do it together, I would say. Yeah, what did you say? You said uh, Elvish, Dwarvish? Common, um, yeah. yeah, Elvish, Dwarvish, Common, and Celestial. Yeah, and then I've also got Gnomish and Halfling if we need that as well. <laughs> Wizards know languages, y'all. <laughs> mm. Um, sweet. Well, yeah, lot. That's definitely a plan for another day. Um, is there is there anything? Nothing magical is pinging up while I have it, or should I do an arcana or whatever? Um, with your detect magic, no, you can't find anything else magical that you haven't already discovered. Wonderful. Good to make sure. I'm trying to think of anything else that you'd look for up up here. Um, all of his stuff is in this cipher, right? So, like, any of the new stuff is all in the cipher. Is it? Yeah, any yeah, any new writings. Yeah. Okay. Um the inkwell and pot um and writing utensils you were using seem uh, pretty mundane. Um uh, you can't tell straight off the bat where they might have been made or come from. 
Um, there are some stacks of, of unused paper in a small binder. Very typical of anyone carrying around paper. Cool. Yeah. Well, like, while we're looking at this stuff, um, do you want me to check out the boots and just make sure they're all good? Um... Yeah, go on. Um, no. Just realize now you guys won't have to troll me anymore. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, you could, you could just go straight up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. If I'd known we'd lose out on acrobatic derby, I wouldn't have given you winged boots. <laughs> <laughs> you know Obviously, what? You need more momentum. It might still be more efficient to throw you. There, get a good launch. <laughs> and you know what? It's never come up yet because we haven't fought anything that really can fly. But I mean, I I haven't ruled out the opportunity, the the possibility of using um, Stefan as a improvised weapon in the event we need it. Because I mean, right. what what's more scary though? Like uh, a flying angry Stefano ready to charge someone out of the air, right? I I can't argue with that. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> not that I can imagine myself angry, but never. You just no, the, you know the epitome not. of uh, calm. Oh, and from my deductions, they never left you. They didn't go down into the creepiness. Okay. Hmm. So that's why these boots were still here, and that's why your various exciting scrolls are also still there. Darby, come on! You have to admit the scrolls were exciting. Come on. Uh, you didn't explain them enough, really. You just kind of stuttered and was wide-eyed and drooling. A bit like Emery. I did. I, I, I said they were like as if you, someone had just discovered the first gun, or the first gun gun's uh, blueprints. L let me put it another way. Uh, Darby, you, you know, obviously, like, elvish martial training is something that takes a long time to kind of master. Um, I pictured that combined with casting spells put to like a martial training that's almost mixed in with the magical and but it's not like you're learning both separately it's almost like it's married together okay so that's what it was yeah so we someone could study this and do this hypothetically yeah, yeah. probably yeah possibly yeah hmm. so it's or not like a magic thing it's like a different type of magic thing combat magic thing yeah yeah and it uses hmm. like radiant magic from like you know the gods and stuff sort of more so than like marcane stuff which can be you know elemental and stuff most of the time mm -hmm. okay and and ivory you could have just said imagine if someone discovered like the first cog that would oh. i would have got that <laughs> that would have been a good one and my gun metaphor was like not good enough well we don't know who's made the first gun it's probably me well maybe well, yeah, that's you know why what? I said it, because it would be it was you centric. I did it specifically. Never mind, it's fine. You, you've got there in the end. That's all that matters. I don't think anyone would be clever enough before, you know. I think crossbows and bows, like they were created by numerous cultures. Well, if that's your barrier, um, you know, Darby, that, that's that's fine. If if if, it, if that was the reason, then that, that then that's okay. That makes sense, doesn't it? Sure. Yeah, um, there you go. So the person could have just been staying here out of survival, or there's no sign of intent or anything? Well, no, the script person was weird, definitely here on deliberate researching. Yeah, yeah, like the scripting stuff makes you think that they were like, you know, if you were trying to hide or whatever, not hide, uh, take 
cover from, you know, the wilds. Well, yeah, what would you do? A weird script cipher and stuff. But then why not investigate more? Oh, you know, the death, I guess. That's true. Death is <laughs> You know, we're, you know, don't put yourself down. We're, we're amazing. We, we can deal with that stuff. Um, yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll detect magic. I'm not detect magic. I'll do. I'll do ritual cast. Uh, identify if that's okay. Yeah. Go on the boots. Yeah. So eleven minutes. And uh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Yep. You uh, figure out these are winged boots. Um, they have a total of four hours worth of flying. Um, four. Four hours worth of flying. Um, and you get um a length of flying equal to your natural walking speed. Um, you can do this all at once or in several bursts, as long as it doesn't exceed four hours. Um, and if you're flying when the time expires, you just slowly descend and you're all good. And the boots regain two hours of flying every 12 hours. They aren't in use. Um, so basically, if you don't use them for 24 hours, it'll top the boys right back up. Okay, so they they, they have a finite charge, but it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. There you go, Dobby. Awesome. Um, Did you talk to you? No, no, it's not. It's not alive. Thank God. Uh, God. Um, yeah, but four hours, and then it takes twelve to kind of charge two. So just be aware of that. And when they run out, it's like a really nice, soft, gradual. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Think like um, like a feather. You know, I'm not like... really afraid of flying. It's actually the sudden stop of flying. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, no one's afraid of flying because you're doing it. But it's the falling and the death. Yeah, that's the bad bit. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. um, but yeah, no, they they should be great. And uh, you know, worst comes to worst, if you were falling fast, which you shouldn't, uh, hopefully one of us will catch you. I might put them on. So since they're not like cursed and creepy. No, no, curseless. Oh yeah, they and they also don't. Sorry, Gary, they don't. Um, they don't give me uh champion energy at all or anything. They don't. There's no similar vibe or anything. If I'm cross checking no. and all that crack. Yeah, cool. Thank you. Because <laughs> yeah, she has worked out what the thing is. It's not like really clear, but like she probably knows by now from doing the two types of yeah, things. Yeah, it's almost it's almost like you. Well, I don't think you you understand it well enough to describe it. It's quite it's yeah. quite complex, but you can definitely point it out when you see it. Yeah, like between detect magic and like identify it, I hope there's some kind of like I don't know, something that kind of eliminates it being it yep. or not. Okay, great. Cool. <laughs> um Wow, this is exciting. We found some stuff and we found a dude or a dudette or, you know in between dude and dudette. Uh do do we want to go back now or do we want to stay here? What time is it? In the day? Kind of now? Approaching sunset. Oh, okay. So maybe we should stay here then. What do you think? I think we have to um, stay here. We don't have to stay in here. Um, was there well, not any... Here. Oh, <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, was there any place left over to search, do you think? There was one more door, right? Yeah, we can check there, but as for... When we're, when we're done here, I'd say let's all maybe spend an hour or two just kind of marching back so we don't have to go get up too early in the morning and we can get some sleep, maybe. Oh, you, want to, you want to stay at the inns? Well, we could stay at the inns, but I mean, we have tents. We can camp out for some of the night and then head back, whichever you prefer. Yeah, true, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I'm all for getting back. Okay, yeah, we can, we can walk through the night. 
Mm, I don't know if you want, like, you know, I don't want a boule to come out at us in the middle of the night and swallow us alive. Mm, maybe, yeah. It, 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 it was terribly embarrassed, but it could have gone over it by now. True, and it could have a, a much braver, much more, you know, self-confident brother, sister. Yeah, yeah. It would be like, you know, I want to get back too, but like also, I, I, I don't want to be, yeah, attacked in the middle of the night. And uh, yeah, <laughs> let's let's do the halfway point, the 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 ends. We can yeah. rest up there and then go the rest in the morning. Yeah, 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 yeah. I could fly home. Well, in like. <laughs> Yeah, about maybe an hour's time, maybe. Hours. Yeah. Yeah. But then you'd be leaving us, and also then they would might see you in the sky as you fly back and shoot you out of the sky for sure. Because I don't know, I feel like Gizmo Brookians are drug happy. Or worse, Gizmobians. My apologies. Gizmobians. Would be handy yeah. for going yeah. between the discs, though. What? what? It would be handy for going between the discs, the flying boots. <laughs> True. More ca- uh, cable cars for us. Well, for one of us. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Well, we take as much as we, yeah, take up as much as we can, I guess. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Because there's, did we not do four doors? I thought we did all four doors. What did we do That's four? Sorry. Yes. Yeah. The was stairs was the fourth. Boots room, scrolls room, kitchen, and house. Yes. Stairs okay. Next. Cool. Uh, yeah. So uh, I suppose to gather stuff and, and go. Yeah. Sure. I guess uh, there was no other areas outside of the main kind of central hub worth checking. No, you you your first investigation check was that you and Gwen walking around to see what was changed. Um, uh-uh. Since the goop left, and you also did an investigation check when it was goop full. Um, <laughs> gotcha. Fair enough. All gooped. Gooped out. Sweet. So heading back to the inns to rest up. Uh, yeah, I guess. I suppose this is a bit... Uh, yeah, in case the dude comes back in the middle of the night, and also, I don't know, it's a bit closer. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So yeah, making your way back down the hill, um, the sun slowly setting behind you. Um, the piercing white walls now becoming a orange in the evening sun. The embers of the funeral pyre still remain. Um, slowly smoking as you uh, walk back to the four inns. You make it back without any trouble. Um, and nothing pops out at you. Nothing tries to eat you. No one shows up and goes, hey, I'm the person that you were looking for. Um, <laughs> you startled me. How dare you? <laughs> um, yeah. Which which one of the four inns are you staying in? The bear. Or nearest the bear. The one with the yeah. least silence. Because I think that one had the beds in it, right? The bear has the most beds, yeah. Yeah, so you can make Well, everyone wants to stay outside, so he, we can do that too. I don't want to, you know, take that away, stargazing stuff from him. I mean, if the beds are fine, I, I, I'm I'm totally on board for sleeping beds. <laughs> <laughs> beds are good. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Make your way, you find some, some dusty mattresses and cots, but they're a lot more comfortable and with a little bit of tidying up. Um, your fresh sleeping bags. They're quite comfortable. Going to sleep? Going to bed? The 90-90 snooze snooze? Uh, yeah, I think we should take watch and stuff in case the dude followed us, maybe, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I don't need to sleep, like you lot. So, 
I can be up for a while. Cool. Um, yeah, yeah I, I wouldn't mind going first so I can get some stuff back. All right. Uh, I guess, uh, Darby, when you're done, maybe I, I'm okay taking watch after, so wake me up and I'll handle it from there. Great. Will I do the first watch? Go for it. And when you're taking a full sleep? Oh, well, yeah, or just like I, if I take the last one, then I'm like close enough to getting all my bits back. Okay, and uh, I'll keep an eye out as well for you know what as well. Hmm. Oh, oh, yeah. Boulets and or mysterious men. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, that's not what I meant. <laughs> oh. What well, did you mean? Um, well, that's something that's a bit um specific to you, Quinn. Oh, um, you you mean the the dream stuff? Well, you know, we 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 kind of got over that last night, right? I think we're fine, right? I still have all the bits, so I can just hang them up, maybe again, just in case. Oh, we could do some words. Oh yeah, yeah. If you want to do the smiley face one, I I know you really like that one. Um, yeah, I can I can walk you through it. Okay. You probably know how to do it yourself, actually. Sorry, that was a bit. Yeah. Absolutely. Wizard Spaney. Yeah. <laughs> ah, you're fine. You're fine. Wizards would definitely be the splainy ones. If yeah. <laughs> um, sweet. So yeah, well, yeah, we can set that up as well before we go to bed. Or before she goes to bed. Sweet. So yeah. Picking a couple of rooms on the same floor that look quite serviceable. Um, Darby, you take first watch as your companions. Go for some rest. Anything in particular Darby's doing, looking out for? Um... I suppose listening for noises and tremors of such as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, is there anything that's going through Darby's mind as he stays up these first four hours? Um, Darby's thinking of, well, he's thinking of the silence that he's wondering whether it was actually necromancy or whether it was something even greater. Just the fact that it was kind of, so took over this, old monastery and how it kind of latched on to its um its keeper for so long yeah interesting things to ponder give me a perception check that is a uh, 12 12 as you're looking out through the windows of the um of the inn the sun fully set and twilight passes and the moon hangs high. Again, we're still in Hanin, so the moon is always high. Full, bright, shining down. Gives quite a good bit of good bit of visibility. Uh, not when it's all polluted by the lights of the big city. You can see shadows and forms of the monastery of even Gizmobrook in the distance. Um, you hear some wolves howling at the moon, common occurrence during Hanin. You hear maybe the movement of some critters about, but nothing jumps out out of the ordinary. Nothing tremors in the ground. Okay. So I will, um, after a few hours, I will give Ivor a nudge. Sweet. And uh, rouse him. Ah, uh, good night. It's, it's oh. just fine. Nothing out of the ordinary. Wolves, they're still gone crazy. You know, the moon. Mm -hmm. 
Typical stuff, typical stuff. The wolf spiders don't get they The wolf spiders get agitated this time of year, too. Really? Really. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, it's been the way things have been for as long as I was around. So I, well, never I, th really I think they always try and come into houses this time of year anyway. I mean, the place is sometimes full of, you know, you see people go reading a book and you see this big, big thing scuttling in the corner and you're like, whoa. Yeah, 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 yeah. Probably, probably disconcerting for the gnomes when they're almost as big as they are. <laughs> Quite. I, I imagine so, but some of them are big brothers. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, then again, you, they get much bigger around where I'm from. You know, much, much bigger. Oh, much bigger. Horse size bigger. Yeah. Ah. Uh, real cute. <laughs> That's nice. Hmm. Well, I'm good to start, I guess. Um, yeah, I'll I'll keep a close eye on everything, and you can you can uh, rest up for the rest of the night. Yeah, thanks for the many-legged, many-eyed bedtime story. Uh, you're you, don't worry, don't worry. Like when you're when they're they're totally harmless, and they you know just think of them as cats. They they just want to eat the pests around you, you know? They don't really care about you. Yeah? Yeah. Do, do, do dwarves have these as pets? Some of us, but it's mostly the stone dwarves, because, you know, they're more common under under the kind of cave-ish areas, you know? Okay. And I think stone like... elves keep a few, I, I, though I've, admittedly, that's only just an assumption. Just nice. Um, yeah, I'm going to trance now. Yeah, sure. Um, a... I'm just going to prop myself up in that corner there. That corner. Gotcha. I'll. I'll uh... Spiders. Okay. If I uh, if I hear anything, spidery or otherwise, I'll let you know first thing. Great. Okay. Good night. Good night. Great. Taking watch, Ivar. Mm hmm Anything in particular Ivar is doing as he's taking watch? Yeah, I feel like uh, he's gonna just uh, when there's uh, like nothing out of the ordinary, he's gonna start kind of thumbing through maybe his rune notebook. But normally, like if there's um, if there's a strange silence or if there's just a bit too much noise, that's when he'll be kind of put in that way. And do anything particular going through Ivar's mind? I guess. Um, Right now, Ivor has been so much in the moment, he's finding it hard to to think about the far future or the far past. And uh, I think the most thing, like the biggest thing on his mind right now is the Considerporium. It's uh, very close. And he's he's got that big display that isn't just rune magic now. He's uh, equal parts excited and very, very nervous about how it'll go. Makes sense. Give me a perception check. Sure. Ooh. That is a nat 20, so 23 ah. already. <laughs> oh, nice. So yeah, pretty much as you described for the majority of it, the quiet moments where you just critters and crickets, you're thrumming through your book, the odd silence, you look out, and again with your superior dark vision, and the brightness of Hanin, you can see even a little bit further than Darby can. 
but don't tell him. But yeah, so what else? Uh, you can see um, an hour in, you can hear um, a small stampede of hooves. Looking out one of the corners, you can see a small family of elk rushing past the inns. And unfortunately, a boule has caught one of the smaller ones for its feast. Looking around, trying to see if you can find or hear anything else, you can, can't pick out anything out of the ordinary. But on an at 20, it almost feels like as you look up into the moon, you can see in its craters almost the, a visage smiling back at you. You shake your head and it is gone. The rest Ooh. of the night goes pretty normally. Sun begins to rise. All right. I guess um, one thing I'd. Moonstruck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little bit. But um, I just kind of. I don't mean. I didn't really want to interrupt. But uh, one thing I would like like to have done when uh, yeah, that Boule was about to have grabbed that smaller infant elk, I would have liked to have uh, cloud ruined my way into intervening ever so briefly before popping back where I was. Oh, oh yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. So you're trying to make it switch, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, um, I can pick another creature to take the hit, and uh, so the like, so long as it's within thirty feet of me and it. So I'd like to just interpose myself ever so briefly before uh, time and space kind of reset itself, and I'm back where I am, and uh, the boule is a bit confused as the ilks are oh. going away. I love this. I'm going to roll. I'm just going to pull up Boulet staff and I'm going to roll an attack. Sure. This is fun. Wow. Like, yeah. Astro projecting yourself into. <laughs> yeah. Did you realize it's going to be twice as hungry in the morning now? <laughs> it is, but like at the same time, it's a it's a harmless animal. Like, <laughs> you know, I feel like. I feel like Ivor wouldn't just let it just kind of get gobbled up if he could help it. I'd try harder for that elk. <laughs> yeah. Besides, I, I can only do that once, so it's only... It's not going to... If it, it, Who knows? Maybe it'll get lucky an hour then down the line again. It got a 11. <laughs> yeah, so, so that's, it, that's not going to hit me. Yeah, so you see this about to happen. Um... Mm. You can see the the family rush through the cobblestones, cobblestones, cobblestones. Um, Where are my family there? Here, my yeah, they're, they're being named. <laughs> they're out now. Um, rushes down the cobblestones of the four in uh, crossroads, and just as you see the earth tremor and it break, you use your reaction to interpose yourself. Um, yeah, what does that look like? So, um, yeah, basically, time and space kind of shift. It's almost like a how do I put this? Where the road, the, the kind of road the boule is kind of embedded in or standing on, mm. depending on where, how, you know. Yeah, it, that's up out of the ground. Mm. So that's, that whole part of space is kind of being raised and twisted up towards the inn. And the in turn, the inn is kind of twisting and the, the wall is peeling away, almost like an onion, as the two kind of shift towards and meet one another. And, uh, 
Yeah, the just as uh, the creature was about to bite that elk, instead it's kind of just uh, suddenly Ivor's right there, and uh, I double-checked. I'm going to take the damage, but, you know. Oh, it's because it, when it hits with an attack, is it? That's yeah. right, yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you will take the damage. Oh god. <laughs> I mean, it's not a crit, at least. No, it wasn't a crit, no. Yeah. <laughs> it is a big bro. <laughs> it is a big boy, but I mean... I'll you're be okay. Also a big boy. <laughs> yeah. Some of the time. Some of the time. <laughs> well, hey, Thanks. Durgar jokes. Sorry, Grey Dwarf. Grey Dwarf. Uh-huh. Okay. You take 35 points of piercing damage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that everything? Yep. Cool. You would want it to be. And then you just see this confused... Um, in that moment of brief uh, respite for the traveling elk, they manage to get past the other end of the inns and are now back into the plains. And you can just see this boule. Um, and with a natural 20, you can definitely recognize that this is the same one from earlier. Um, it's got, <laughs> You're just it, fucking it has, it has like a little taste of blood in its mouth. And it goes, mm, but now it's looking around going, again? What the hell? Where did that go? What is going on? And it just goes straight back into the ground and in the opposite direction to where the elk left. Ivar Ironclad, bully of Boule. <laughs> <laughs> Boule bully episode title. Uh, <laughs> Sweet, yeah. So, dressing your wounds for the rest of your watch, um, looking out at the moon. Everything happens as it was until the sun rises. All right. Everybody yeah, gets gonna... a long rest. No. Woo. Go on. Uh, yep. Just gonna wake up uh, Gwen and. Have the rest of the night uh, or morning for sleep, I guess. Yeah, yeah, wonderful. Yeah, if we're yeah, if we need to wait for Ivar to sleep the rest of his little bit or whatever, and um, the watches are over, um, I don't know. Gwen might just start looking at the cipher and try and see if she can start to make any sense of even the little chunks of different words or whatever. So she has it like um, nicely set up for Ivar. <laughs> yeah, give me an investigation check. Cool. Ooh, fifteen plus four, nineteen. 19. Very good. Um, yeah, but a 19, there is maybe, there is three pages of this. Um, a little bit smaller than A4 size, letter size pieces of paper. Mm-hmm. Um, and you start to pull a little bit of kind of the rhythmic patterns of the cipher. Um, you start to jot down that there are a couple of like groupings of two and three and three characters and yeah. and pulling down how many times they appear. Um, so that's kind of the first thing you get. You start on the two and three characters, the twos and theirs and ands of the world. Um, yeah, and she'll try and work out if if there's a particular language that they're working off of each time, or if it's like a different one each time, and maybe stuff like that. Um, so with a nineteen, you cannot see if it is based on another language. Did you not say um, the word? But as in like the structure of it is based on another language. Um, I was, what I was saying before is that it itself is almost acting like a new language. Okay. But it is just using the characters of different scripts. Oh, right. Okay. So it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not it, like... It's not like rewriting words. French in 
like Greek lettering or anything. It's not like that. No, I thought it was more just like, uh, you know, it would be like one word would be elven, one word would be dwar- dwarvish, and they would like they, they were interchanging or mixing them around and all those kind of different things. No, it's very much like T in in common, H in elven, E in dwarvish. Right. So it's like yeah, Russian letters and Arab then like yeah yeah yeah. yeah, 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 gotcha. Yeah, it's behaving like no language you know, and you know a few. Mm-hmm. So you can definitely tell that the person that wrote this cipher was definitely well versed in creating ciphers and languages, or not creating languages, just well versed in languages. Um, okay, wait. So, sorry, it is a language that I just don't know, or it is a cipher and not a language. Those are different. It is a cipher. Yes. Okay. Not gosh, a language, but you can <laughs> tell that it's using different languages as its code. Yeah, you know, the, yeah, the letters are, yeah, 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 are a part of the code, but it's not necessarily just a different language that I just don't necessarily know. Because I can do stuff about that, but I can't do stuff about a cipher. <laughs> oh, yes. The spell comprehend languages will not work. Exactly, because it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's the, yeah. I read, uh, yeah, because I read over at comprehend languages, and I was like, oh, will this help? And then it was like, mm, when it's a cipher, or blah, blah, blah. No. <laughs> so that's why I was yeah. like, okay, yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You, yeah, you contemplate it, and with your knowledge of the spell and other languages, you can tell that it is so well constructed as a cipher, and um, that it is both language and cipher, but primarily cipher. Um, cool, cool. Yeah, you check that out as everybody else is prepping um for the morning. Ivar, you got the last little hour of sleep you need to get your long rest also, and the morning awaits you. A couple of hours outside of Gizmobrook, um, ready for the Considerporium. Wonderful. Great. So yeah, just heading back to Gizmobrook. Ivar, you're probably eager to get back and get preparation started. Absolutely. Absolutely. Great. So I will speed things along a little bit. So yeah, you all get back to Gizmobrook um, within a couple of hours. The Milishi tribe have left, but I'm going to say you have you've, you've figured out a way pretty well um, between all your skills and spells to slight, um, stealth yourself in pretty easily. In preparation nice. for the Considerporium, this will be a skill challenge that anyone can participate in, but Ivar is definitely the lead of the skill challenge. Hmm. And I, the first skill I'm going to get you to perform, Ivar, and we're going to end the episode then, as I will prep, depending on how well this skill check goes. Oh okay. shit! Okay. No pressure, Jesus. Mm. I mean, this sorry. skill, more yeah. skill check, <laughs> more the, This skill check represents everything you've done in preparation up to this point. The invitations, the brochure, the the um the abstract, everything you've attempted to do in order to attract people to there. Basically, you are seeing who has taken the bait and who will show up to the consideratorium. Can I get a okay. persuasion check? You do get advantage because cool. uh, the midnight system is giving you the help action. It's All right. Probably help make it look real nice and you know stuff. <laughs> All right. Let's. Uh, fingers crossed, everyone. Oh no! Oh dear! Um, oh, no. That's a seven altogether. Ouch. Okay, 
yeah Ivar the, so this is kind of retroactive because the, the invitations did go out before you left but yeah your invitations went out you put in whatever abstract and detailing you wanted and gave it off to Penelope to um, print out and use her connections to deliver um, and we'll see how that turns out on the next episode of Adventuring for Dummies. <laughs> if it makes you feel better, Ivar doesn't know he rolled so badly, so you can just imagine it never happened. <laughs> also, you know, like a seven is lucky, and also <laughs> seven, you know, it might just mean that we have to do better in something else in the episode, or maybe too many people come. Maybe it's too busy. Possibly. Possibly. You know, bad... That is, you know, there's um, nuance to bad rules. It's, I mean, yeah, that's that's true. Not denying that. Mm. Uh, we'll just have to, uh, you know, wait and see. Yeah. Yeah, wait and see. Any last thoughts, feelings, emotions before we finish the episode for this week? Oh, question. Wait, are you sure you didn't pop your stone ruin or other stuff that you should have added to persuasion, perhaps? No, none of that. Oh, no. right. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, there's no rune that really buffs persuasion, and um, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. Like, uh, <laughs> I, I've actually with that level up, with that, you know, um, uh, did, technically, did we level up in game yet, or? Yes. Yeah. Sorry, you've leveled up to level seven. Everybody, the characters are level seven. Oh yeah, sorry, we were seven this whole episode. Haha, yeah. mystery for you. You didn't realize how powerful we were. Yeah. But um yeah, that that the the cloud rune which I've swapped out, uh oh. there guess what I've swapped to? That's that's you're gonna find out maybe yeah. next episode. We'll see. More mysteries, yes. Ooh. But yeah, um, with that cloud rune, uh, I swapped. I, I've swapped out the cloud rune, and that only gave me advantage on deception checks, not persuasion. So that even that wouldn't have helped. Yeah, yeah. If there, even even if there was a persu persuasion bonus, he won, it would only have given him advantage, which he had anyway. So. Um, Pretty much. Okay, yeah. Cool. The runes don't add anything to it. Hey, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm Good gonna possible. be big. big um, snake uh, uh, rule snake at any point i can be <laughs> yeah sure sure yeah any other last thoughts feelings emotions um to be honest um you know depending however this goes this is just the first check of a skill challenge there's going to be more checks there's more opportunities to roll and like i'm certain when it comes to like other ch skills i'll have what i need yeah Positive. That's the first. I like it. Yeah. yeah. We're here the, for you too. So. What'd you say, Billy? That's just the first instance of it, so. Yeah. Get all my spells ready. We got this. We're going to kill <laughs> the rest of it. It's all good. Great. <laughs> well, on that note, we will leave it here for this week as we wait in eager anticipation for the Considerporium next week. I don't know about you, but I am very excited for it. Um, but yeah, until then, it is a goodbye from me. Goodbye. Bye. 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 
Hey, this is Dave of the Gwen Persuasion. Just to let you know, you can follow us on our socials by searching Adventuring for Dummies. And you can tweet at us at A4DPod or by using hashtag A4DPod on Twitter. That's the number four, not F-O-R. Uh, we would also love if you gave us a rating and review and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks for listening and see you guys next week. Thank you.